Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, RF Refugees Podcast. Ted here, John here. Uh I like it. I like it better. Uh this is this is the Loud United postgame show, right? Four yep. four one victory for Loud United over uh, you you're wearing the Loud United kit, right? That, that's that's what I'm assuming. That is uh I had to, I had to, I had to rep it for him. Four one uh four one destroying of Indy eleven. I have no idea if Indy eleven is good or not, but all I know is that Loudon were the very, very worst and they just got a they got a a, a crushing win at home there. Uh, so congrats to them. Congrats to their fans who have had almost nothing to celebrate for. Congrats to two loud Adams who will probably have their best episode of uh, the season whenever they record yep. next. Most happy, most happiest, happiest episode of the season for them. Not so happy on the senior side of the of the of of the team. DC United falling uh, three to two. It was almost at three to one, so three to two makes it seem a little bit more respectable. Um, DC United getting off to an early lead off a goal from Paul Earl, and then Paul Earl immediately subbing off. So that's not great. Not great. Uh, hopefully, I'm hopeful. I am, I am very, very hopeful that it is a um, similar to what happened when he got subbed off for the national team, where it was like a precautionary thing. Let's just bring him off. We don't need to risk him. Uh, and he may not be back next week, but he will be back. This will not be a long-term thing. That's my hope. <laughs> That's everybody's hope, I think. Yeah, I'm not. I am. Uh, I've got bad. My bad, my bad vibe detectors off <laughs> for this one. It's mine is throbbing, so I I know for sure <laughs> that uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna. I forget somebody on somebody on Twitter was like, oh, that's him for the end of the year until the end of the year. I bet I don't I don't know so about that. I think looked no. like a hamstring. Seemed like he pointed towards his left hamstring at, right after he scored. Uh, was it the turf? Probably not. I think he's just had. I think he's had a little bit of uh, lingering hamstring stuff. That's what he was dealing with there there in quad uh, at the Gold Cup. So. Like you said, best case scenario here, this is not a big deal, and he misses maybe a game or two, and he's back because, um, you know, we we need him. <laughs> so so do, what, do you want to just sort of walk through this game? And then, oh, by the way, our, our the line is open here. Give us a call anytime, 202-709-8441. You can hit us in the chat, but I'd love it even more if you called in. Uh, we're also, yeah, so uh, lineups at the start of this game, I think it was a pretty... Uh, interesting lineup to to say the least. I think it very much it was very much a rotation game uh, for both sides really. So uh, New England started off uh, Turner, De La Garza, Farrell, Kessler, Jones, Trousteson, Capoum, Maciel, McNamara, Bunbury, and Bo. Uh, and DC United started with Kempen, Odoyatsum, Briant, Burnbaum, Mora, Flores, Felipe, Skundrich, Assad, Yao, and Ariola. Uh, so that were five. I mean. That's a lot of changes, not even accounting for injuries. Uh, the bench for DC United start, to start the game was Abela, Alfaro, Bolivar, Gressel, Kamara, Moreno, Nyman, Reyna, and Seitz. Of those players who have started recently or almost regularly, Alfaro, Gressel, Kamara, Moreno, Nyman generally has been starting pretty frequently. And Reyna has started a couple games. Reyna started the last game. So big, big rotation game. And obviously... As you saw in the second half for New England, they had a couple guns that they wanted to fire in the second half with Buchanan and Busa, uh, who both came in and had a big effect on the game, but not as much of an effect as former DC United player Emma Boateng, we'll talk about uh, a little bit later. So, what, yeah. what did you what did you think I, when you I, saw those lineups? Uh, what 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 I what I saw this lineup is this is a team that is going to try to sit back. They are not going to uh, they are not going to to hit them on the try to hit them on the press. Um, they are going to. Um, I apologize. Um, I think my internet. There we go. Okay. You're good. I don't know what happened there. Yeah, sorry, my internet connection dropped out there a little bit. Um, but uh, the uh, I, I saw this as a team trying to um, trying to basically uh, sit back, uh, 
tried to pray for a a draw. Uh, this was clearly a rotational lineup. This team, Lasada's going all in on trying to win on Saturday. Um, I think he was saying, he was looking at this as, I really want this team to just see if they can see out a point. Uh, obviously, after uh, John Kemben's disastrous start, he gets the start again. That was the only thing, I guess, that was really a question. I uh, wasn't really surprised with the rotation, but the team did uh, did did still set themselves up um, yep. in Paul. that first half. They were they were excellent. In, they were pretty excellent in that first half. They yeah. generated chances. Um, I, I I do think I do believe this was a case of one team had uh, one team had Matt Turner and the other team didn't in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, other so. other other things to to be, to be pointed out here. Predes traveled with the team, uh, so it didn't hard. Neither of them dressed, uh, so they were there. It was obviously a decision made around, as you said, sort of looking looking towards this weekend. Who Atlanta also want? Did they? Was there one nil win just tonight, or was that from previous in the weekend? I saw it on the score line. No, it was it was it was it was tonight. Okay. Um, they went they, again. They played mostly a lot of their starters. Um, Joseph Martinez played ninety. Uh, Ezekiel Barco was out there. Uh, so you know they're they're gonna either they're gonna rotate or they're gonna be tired. So right. um, and I think they're 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 in more of a desperation mode. They they need all the points they can get. Um, they they don't have really where DC where they can kind of pick and choose. They're trying to to claw their way back into the um, back into the Eastern Conference. But still an important game on Saturday. Uh, this this is gonna look. I, I will I will be worried if if they lose on Saturday. Then I then you're gonna start to see me act a little worried. Right about this team. Uh, so, right now, there's no panic. There's no worry right now. Yeah, New England obviously came into this game with 43 points in first place. They leave with 46 points in first place. Uh, they're they're a good team, even when they don't start all their starters. The second half uh, was was just a different team for the first 25 30 minutes. Uh, but we'll walk through that. So the 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 the, so the first element of the game that's exciting is a DC United goal, an early lead that no one expected in the 10th minute. Paul scores, uh, assist from Flores. Uh, sort of a Flores and Ariola combined to win a turnover, sort of with with the high press there in the first ten minutes. Anyway, uh, they steal. Uh, Ariola gets played in, left foot finish, a little toe poke, but injures himself on on the goal. Uh, sort of maybe I don't know if it was on the goal or the first couple steps after the goal, avoiding the goalkeeper. Uh, but that was that, and Reina came on in the in the twelfth minute. Uh, they looked active. I think still uh, at that point uh, for the for much of the first half, DC United looking control. Uh, Flores was commanding the ball. Flores was at, was asking oh, yeah. for the ball, commanding the ball, playing in players on all sides, uh, on left and right. He was uh, commanding, I think, for that first 45 minutes. What did you think? Oh, he was he was excellent. I mean, this was we, we talk. I feel like we, we've mentioned several times. Um, th- this is his best game in a DC United uniform. Uh, this wasn't. This was another level of being a best game. This was he was one of the best players out there on the field, uh, which is what you want. Um, and he looked active. It wasn't just little little flashes you saw. You saw the beginnings of what you could call a, a complete game. Uh, he was he was doing really well with the. Uh, I, I I think I said on Twitter in a, in a badly worded, multiple misspelling tweet that it's almost <laughs> like the, the the quarterback option play type of uh, uh, type of player where he would just kind of dribble the ball, hold the ball, and sort of suck defenders in and sort of play uh, play players out wide. I I do wonder if there was a actual starting striker out there. Anola Kamara, um, even in Albia, who had, who had a fantastic goal uh, in this game, to, to maybe maybe give you the the delusions that maybe this team could pull off something incredible. Um, but uh, but but to, to have a moment like that, um, I thought he was I thought he was excellent in the game. Um, and I understand they're trying to manage his minutes, but man, I wish he could have played the whole game. I don't know, maybe we would have had a different story. He was really looking good. Also, Reyna and uh, the the combinations between Reyna and Flores in in the forty five minutes were good. 
Uh, Assad as well. I think they were playing they were playing good triangles uh, in, in that first 45 minutes, which is what happened before uh, the injury to Flores. To Flores, Flores and and, uh, and Reyna were playing very well together. So we hope, you hope you continue to see that. Uh, yellow card that would come back to be important later. First first one of the game was Assad at the 32nd minute, but Trastison gets one of the 33rd which will be important uh, later. Maybe not too important because it didn't actually affect the outcome of the game, but at least it, it made it interesting there for a little bit. Um, and then there was another yellow card uh, for Captoom in the 42nd. And that was really, you know, the, the team goes to halftime up one nothing. You're thinking, all right, well, this is a 45 minutes is a long way to hold on. New England have a lot of good players, but so did DC United. DC United have a bunch of players they're keeping in reserve here. So potentially... Uh, if the game opens up a little bit and they have to, you know, come back from a draw situation, they have some bullets they can fire. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> that didn't happen. But at the halftime, if you want to look at sort of what things looked like, New England had 63% of possession. DC outshot New England 11 to 6, 11 to 11 to 11 to 6 shots, 10 to 6 on target. Uh, I think these stats are for the the full game. I'm the first half here. Uh, passing percentage, 84% New England, 75% DC, three corners for DC. XG was about even uh, in halftime, 0.97 for DC, 0.72 for New England. Uh, New England passed the ball 246 times to 126 times in DC, which is about right as far as the way that they were playing and where they were set up. Uh, but still, Turner had three saves uh, to, to Kempen's one in, in that first half. So uh, the second half saw a whole bunch of uh, a whole bunch of substitutes right off the bat. Buxa came on for Bunbury, uh, screwing my my uh, <laughs> my revs to win, Bunbury to score uh, <laughs> parlay. Didn't work out. <laughs> Boateng comes on for Captoom, and uh, Buchanan, uh, a very good young player, come on for Maciel. Boateng, if you'll remember, I'm sure, uh, had a very brief career with DC United, uh, had exactly zero minutes played for in games that counted for DC United, uh, and was let go. I, I believe traded for a bag of balls or whatever happened to Columbus at the end of the year. Uh, he's resettled now to New England. Also, if you'll notice on the bench for New England was Colin Verfurth, a former Loud United player, and Earl Edwards Jr., a former DC United player. So I don't know. Verfurth, not normally on the on the team or on the on the sub bench. I wonder if they gave that to him as a little bit of a gimme, uh, you know, play against your old, your old team. But the second half, uh, Bruce Arena sparked some life into this team, and they came out uh, extremely aggressive, and DC United did not have much to do uh, as the goals started to pour in. What, what, what did you What did you see in the beginning of that second half? I mean, I saw I saw what I expected, which was you know, um, uh, New England was going to come out and respond. They were going to try to push the game. They needed to come from behind, um, and they credit to them, uh, you know, a nice goal. I, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna harp a little bit more, I guess, on the defensive play. Um, there's a lot of, I, I one thing that's sort of been bothering me about this team defensively. Both both goals, both the I'm, I can't remember the the I guess the leading goal. That's just a ball over the top. Um, but it seems to me there's a lot of I, I remember what impressed me most about this team defensively was their ability to kind of sort of attack even when defending they were going to you know pressure the ball make it difficult um, and in both the both the, the the first goal they let in from from uh, McNamara which was a great strike um, I, I did I do look at it and I think if it meets there it does he maybe get his fingertips to that um, and uh, also the, uh, the the third goal. Just a lot of, uh, and again, you know, uh, you know, Odiasen was gassed. Uh, he kind of drops his shoulders at that point, um, and and but I mean, there's just a kind of a lot of a lot of standing around, um, a lot of trying to like contain rather than attack and try to win the ball and really disrupt. Um, yeah. And 
New England was very comfortable just to pass the ball around, wait for their opportunity, wait for their shot, and they and they took they took it. Um, so uh, the 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 second goal, I'm a little bit more. I, I, I'm mad at the marking. I am also a little bit mad at Kempen. Yeah, um, let me let me describe those two. So the 49th yeah. minute, the first goal, yeah. the equalizer for the Revs, uh, right-footed curler by McNamara on a ball that comes out to the top of the box. His second goal of the year, his mulletless Tommy McNamara, it should be pointed out, uh, still scoring goals, clearly not all of his power in a mullet. Uh, the 52nd minute, the goal you were just referring to, uh, Buchanan scores on a ball crossed by Boateng. Boateng has been, had up to that point, had somehow already had like four or five very dangerous, very dangerous crosses into the box, uh, and then it was a right-footed volley uh, past Kempen for a two-one lead. There, only seven minutes into the second half, uh, and, and it was and it was earned because New England had completely turned on the Jets, and and DC was still in the locker room basically for that amount of time. Uh, yeah. So I mean, it was it was a bad it was a bad moment. Then you get the red card. I almost I almost didn't like. I, I guess okay, I liked the red card because it, it brought it got us up a man. I didn't like the red card because then that means that that means DC then has to be the one to sort of you know push the game and, and attack, yep. um, rather than sort of letting the game sort of come to them and 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 you know maybe hitting on the counter a bit. Um, you know I think from a perspective of it, it kept the game maybe alive. That game was was kind of veering out of control and then it kind of took a took a step back. Um, but again, you know DC uh, didn't even with a man up. Not there, uh, there was actually sorry there was one great opportunity from Albia and thank goodness he scored that one late. Yeah. Um, even though the the one the one he he missed right at him, um, I was I was literally thinking I was like if Kamara's in that, Kamara's on that that's in the back of the net. That's just hundred percent. Not much. I don't think there's anything unless Matt Turner comes up with a magni- magnificent save, which he can do. Uh, that's in the back of the net. Right. So, yeah. Abela yeah. comes on at the 67th minute for Flores, as you said, he could not play a full 90, so he was off at the 67th. I think that was a pre-planned sub about 65. Get him off. Good shift. I think I think we have to be we have to be happy with that and be ready for him uh, in Atlanta to sort of repeat that and maybe get a little bit longer. Gressel also comes on for Yao. J Rag says that uh, they thought Yao was good in the wing back position. I thought he had I thought he had moments. Um, mm-hmm. I, as as much as you can probably expect from a player in his first start of the season. I think it was his first start, and if it wasn't his first start, it was it hasn't been too many. I don't have the numbers in front of me there. Uh, in the 69th minute before the red card, Briant saves again off of the line. Kempen uh, a little bit wrong footed. Uh, as he has been a little bit quite often lately, uh, and Briant saves offline. Uh, I have him here. I have him here. Boateng continues to be <laughs> playing with his head with his hair on fire. Uh, I think we had our fir- our first sort of good chance of the second half uh, was by Reyna in the 70th minute, and sort of a cut in with his right foot, uh, sort of at oh, at Turner, but a little bit over. Turner had to, to jump and, and tip it over, but that was probably the first best chance for United. Then we have the red card with Trostasin. Uh foul on Assad. I was saying 19 minutes, 11 v 11. Uh, if they were going to score, that should help a little bit. <laughs> it would be nice to maybe maybe get an opportunity there. Uh, Reina or Arena responds immediately with Caldwell on for Bo to try to shore up the defense. Uh, and Ola comes on for Assad in the 76 minutes. So uh, DC United smelling a little bit of blood here, thinking we can uh, we could maybe equalize. Didn't did not happen, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, there, there wasn't a whole yeah. lot. I mean, even in those first ten minutes, there wasn't a whole lot. And then DC gets you know off a corner kick, caught on the counter, uh, which is becoming a bit of a bit of a worrying trend. As we go away, we're back, and we're back. <laughs> and not only yeah, not only that. Before that, man, there was a there was a play that looked 
kind of from from the naked eye like could have been a dog sale or red card uh, in the 78th minute. Burnbaum, Reyna gets dispossessed trying to dribble through two people on the sidelines for no reason. Didn't need to do that. Did it anyway. Uh, he did that a couple times tonight. I, I wonder if I wonder if they, when they review tape, if Renan's going to be like, don't stop, don't do that. Uh, but Burnbaum gets sort of muscled off uh, by Buxa on the break. Uh, there's a foul. He sort of pulls him pulls him down right outside the box. Uh, free kick comes to nothing, but that was a yellow card from Burnbaum, and it could have been something else. From your referees, from the referees' perspective, uh, were you at all concerned? <laughs> Or no, did it, did it, uh, a little right. bit. Um, I mean, I'm, I think an argument for Dogzo is there. I think the fact that you know, it's funny. It's funny. We saw. Um, I think we saw Sam Stab get a get a red card, yep. and the argument was that there was another defender right there, uh, and the referee was confused as to who to give the red card to. Um, so I think the show of restraint. I, I'm sure New England fans will disagree, uh, especially after getting the red card. I, I think you got to be concerned, but I think the fact that you have two defenders there, um, it, it ended up being being very much a dive. I think if that ends up being a red, that might go to VR and that might get completely overturned completely uh, based on that. So um, or at least you go back to the initial foul, which would not which would not have been uh, which would not have been dog zone in my mind. Yep. Um, Seven minutes later, we have the we have the real the real problem here. I have I have written here in capital letters calamity, (laughs) a break off a break off of DC United corner, uh, horrible defending. Uh, Briant cannot clear the ball at his feet. It clears the ball sort of the top of the box. And then Kempen can't save a ball, kicked almost directly at his feet, uh, and they're down three one in the eighty fifth minute. Yeah, that that was that was bad from Kempen. Um, bad from the defense. Not gonna not gonna completely absolve the defense of that. Nope. Uh, but again, it's 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 the same thing last time. The loss to Nashville also probably not all Kempen's fault. Uh, but when the ball is kicked at you, basic professional goalkeepers should recover, should be able to make, at least make a save to that. Um, and he didn't. And I think that is becoming the that is becoming the story with him. Uh, he got a second chance. I I don't know whether I agree with it or not. Um, that's for that's for I'm sure a lot of fans would disagree with it. Um, but I mean I do I do give you know I do give Lasada credit. Um, I think he went in this game thinking we're probably not going to win, uh, but I want to set us up for and I want to give you know give Kempen another chance. Um, and I think he has played himself out of the lineup. Um, I think his sights should come in. Um, or Bill Hamid should get healthy right now. I think one of those two <laughs> right. options. Probably either way, sense. either way, donated hamstring, whatever it takes. And uh, that was Dewan Jones for the for the for the goal there for the eventual winner. Yeah, uh, the- and it, it, it's a backbreaker. I mean, it's like you know you're up a man now. So I think even the man the man looks worse. And again, you 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 again. This is the same situation with the. Uh, it's less embarrassing, I guess, than the Nashville game. But they were in a position to try to get a point out of this game. Mm-hmm. Um, and at least get something and, and, and get, you know, hold their heads up high as they head in and they did, they weren't able to get it. Um, so yeah, uh, brilliant. I, I, I'm trying not to be too hard on brilliant because brilliant is, is recovering, is having, is having to recover from a keeper that's not playing well. Um, and he is having to do so much out there on this team defensively. Um, I, I understand the, the notion of trying to be hard on him. Uh, but I, I think there, I think the whole defense, it, there's some trust issues with Kempen. Uh, he did have one. I'll give him credit. He did have one pretty, pretty good save where he came off his line, got the ball. Um, but the rest of his decision making and just his overall uh, tendencies have been have been bad. Uh, and I think it's time for a change. Yeah. So I think Breon may have had the best game out of a bad defensive performance. I think out of yeah. the three of them, I think he may have done the, he may have done the best, which is not saying yeah, a lot. It, it, 
J Rex said, I think Brilliant has had more saves than Kempen in the past two games. Close. He's had more he's had more important saves. He's had more saves to keep this team alive. Uh I'd say two that I can think of. One from this game, one from the other game, obviously. Um, and uh Kempen has one that I can think of. Yep. Uh, which was that which was again, that that's a that's a and that's even not a that that's a that's getting your body on the line. Um, but I mean, just uh, yeah, it's when you're confident shot, it's time for a change. So yeah, so, enough on Kempen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so and uh, not to not to sort of forget this, uh, I don't I don't want to call him I, a, a large gentleman, Ramon Abela, who is he's 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 wide. He's a stout guy. He's he's wide, uh, which you can only really tell from the back. <laughs> As a you know, Ted and I don't like the white jerseys. For for a good reason, but from the back with the numbers, like there's a lot of real estate there, so it wasn't it wasn't a great start for him uh, from a fitness perspective. However, in his 35 minutes, he doesn't do much except for in the 96th minute scores. I don't want to say a galazzo, but very 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 nice goal, left footed uh, upper 90 past past Evan Turner from distance, which is not usually what you're gonna have not what you're gonna see happen. Uh, I I think Dave I think Dave said we're back in this <laughs> in the ninety six minute. I was like, well, not really, Dave. But uh, <laughs> I was like, I gave us uh, we got we actually have Rich on the line. Rich wants to defend Kempin. Rich, uh, you're, the floor is yours, my friend. I'll, I'll be curious to see how you do this. Okay, I'm gonna say that I have a little bit of expertise in goaltenders, not a lot, but I mean, I was a goalkeeper, and I just don't see what you can say that he could have. I, I thought he had a terrible game last game. And the game before, he was out of position. But in this game, he was abandoned by his defense. Felipe was not not playing any well. I mean, he turned the ball over. We got stuffed down our throat. We got a header into nowhere that got stuffed down our throat. And then there's a scrum in the middle of the box, and Briant clears it right into the middle of the six-yard box. What is Kempton going to do? I don't understand what you think he could. Where where here's were my, the mistakes you think he was playing bad? Because I thought here's my question for you, Rich. Early. How much? Yeah. How much? How much better off would we have been, or how much worse off would we have been if we had one of those yellow silhouette guys uh, in, in in the goal? If it was the defense letting him down in every situation, where where was he? Where was he providing any sort of value, or what, what did he what did he do well in this game? Um, I thought he played well with the ball at his feet, moving the ball out to the other side. I thought he made a couple of good stops in the first half. And, he, you know, the, the, there wasn't a lot of chances for him to make enough opportunities to make a save or be in the right position in the second half because as soon as, as soon as the floodgates, what happened was, to me, is we got outcoached. I mean, he put in three fast guys. He controlled the middle of the field and stuffed the ball right down the throat because he said, these, these center backs are not going to stop us, and we're just going to roll right down the center. They didn't even bother to go to the wing because they were just going down the center. The first half, they tried to go down the wing. Then they just went right down the center. And, you know, it wasn't like our center backs can keep up with that speed. That pace was just killing us. And they just, as soon as they got the ball, they pushed it right down his throat. I think the problem with I mean, I don't see where you Kempen. say he made a bad save or was out of position. You know, that's what I would say. Not aggressive enough on the Buchanan goal. Not 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 aggressive enough. Stapled to his line on the Buchanan goal on the on the volley to the left hand side, uh, and then I would say that I would you know I, I don't know about I don't know if it's positioning. I, the thing that Bill does is he makes he makes reflex saves that probably you shouldn't make. Right? That's what that's what that's what wins us points, and that's why he's so valuable. The ball, the the winning goal by Jones at his feet. It's not screened. It's not deflected. That is a save. 
yeah, you can't say obviously it's, it's a, you can't prove a hypothetical, but you can see Bill Hamid making that save, right? You can see him laying a foot out and and making that save. There are all the goals that have been scored in the last I, two games. They're going they're going five hole on him. <laughs> they're going right at him. I, yeah, the, 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 I see those... Bill Hamid diving on that pile on top of Briant and just smothering the ball. That's what I see. That works I too. Mean, I think Briant, I think uh, Hamid goes into that pop, but we can't compare him to that. I mean, we got to compare him to Sites, who I saw him play earlier in the in the year when before Bill was ready, he was nothing special either. So I mean, he, he wasn't. He wasn't. That, rich, Rich, Rich. I'm gonna disagree. Okay, Kip, Sites was nothing special, and, and I think Kevin Kevin did it in training. He absolutely deserves to be out here. Um, I, I'll go back and watch the highlights of that Columbus and and. Um, and San Jose games that got him benched. But I don't ever remember seeing him, seeing the ball go right at his feet, right at his hands. And uh, may, I mean, maybe it did happen. But I, I just don't remember having the feeling of, man, that should be saved. That should be a saved ball. Uh, I, I'm sorry, man. I, complete, I I was a goalkeeper, too, in high school. I wasn't a good goalkeeper. Uh, I completely disagree. Um, I, I, I completely disagree. I thought, I thought, I didn't think Kempen cost us this game, but he did not, he was not good enough and you need your goalkeeper to step up and make a play. And he, he did not, uh, you could even argue this goes back to even the Columbus win when the first goal that sort of brought Columbus back into this game was off his mistake. Uh, so th- this has been a, this has been a, this has been a worrying trend from him. Uh, and I think it's time, you know, you, you, you got to start looking elsewhere. And give maybe sites having a guy benched and then you give him another shot. Sometimes you can see some some pretty good things. Uh, so I, I I just completely disagree with you that that it, Kempen is completely absolved of this whole game. Um, he's not the primary reason we lost, but he's certainly not absolved of anything uh, of how of of why this team is now sitting uh, with two losses on this week. Yeah, I don't know that uh, the way the defense let him down. I don't know that Hamid's going to save a lot of those goals, but. Um, he saves one. It's a tie. I don't think. I don't think he's great. I don't think that. Ke- I'm not saying Kempen's great, but I'm just saying that I don't think that you're going to find that. That I think him and Sites are about the same. You know, like I think Kempen is better playing the ball at his feet. I just think. Well, I think we're gonna get. I think I we'll get think a chance to find out. I think. I think this weekend we'll get a chance for more recent comparison. I could be wrong. Uh, yeah, I think I'm, I almost guarantee you they're going to go with Sites. Yeah, I bet you they will. Just to give, just to give it a shot. Uh, Rich, do you think we're going to win this weekend? I'm trying to be positive, man. I always bust on people. I'm trying to defend somebody for a change. <laughs> no, we Turn appreciate it, man. Me. No, we, we appreciate. We, we appreciate it, Rich. No, Moreno, Moreno wasn't playing, good. so <laughs> we had to, we had to have something to talk <laughs> about. No, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna give Moreno props. He has been nothing short of just a different player this year. My my main been. problem is Felipe, but you know he's your backup. I mean, you're not expecting great things from him. This team was tough. And I'll also say that in the first half, I thought Yao was spectacular. He was working the line. He was getting in there. He was pressing people. He was causing turnovers. He was doing what you need him to do on that winning position. And I thought he was really good, you know, as a replacement for Gressel. Gressel was gassed after playing all those games. So, you know, he gave us minutes. Yep. So, I mean, I thought we did really good. And I thought we did good last game, too. Our defense in the middle – we're just strapped. We have three middle central defenders. What are you going to do? I hear you. You have no options to put anybody else in. We're missing, so. we're missing Heinz Eich, I think, and, and uh, maybe Pines as well. And Pines and Heinz Eich, but, you know, who else are we going to put in the middle? And we're missing um, – uh, uh, where was uh, – Nahar. Uh, Nahar. Nahar. Where was Nahar? And Nahar. 
he uh, does turf. We, we think he doesn't play on turf. That's the that's the speculation. Uh, it, which is funny. Only, then why did we play last game? Right, that's <laughs> funny because that's what they told game. us why he wasn't playing was because they were saving him for New England. They could have just said like, "Don't worry about it." <laughs> they could have just said that. That's the reason <laughs> yeah, he's not were, playing. Mind your business. Like, yeah. yeah, don't do that. Well, I don't care. <laughs> I, I don't mind losing these two games. It's fine. Let's let's go in there and save these guys and and beat Atlanta. That's what I want to see. Uh, let's you know? let's do it. All right, All right Rich. Thanks, Rich. Thanks for calling him, man. Thanks for calling him. See you guys. See ya. Uh, if we got any more callers, we're probably wrapping up here pretty soon, but 202-709-8441. Get in before the buzzer here. Uh, lots of comments here uh, from uh, JT. I can't read it. It's too blurry. Uh, worth mentioning that our losses are exciting under Wasada. As much as this loss frustrated me about the lack of quality in the roster, I'm excited to see what kind of team Wasada builds long-term. I think that's and, and that's... And that's 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 an important comment to sort of put all of this into perspective. What were our expectations at the beginning of the season? Right. Maybe maybe we're pushing for the playoffs. Maybe uh, there weren't a lot of changes. Uh, th- this team has already exceeded expectations for what we thought. Um, I mean, this is a team that's in the playoffs. They're beating teams that are there either right in the middle with that you know the playoffs: Columbus, Montreal. Um, you know, other teams, other teams in MLS are struggling against these teams, uh, trying to figure out how to get points against them. Uh, of course, being teams like Toronto, being the teams you should beat, being, you know, sort of the top heap of that sort of middle part, um, as far as teams you should beat. Uh, and you're right now you're losing to the, to the top teams, uh, the teams that have had a plan, uh, for several years. New New England start off finishing seventh when, when Bruce Arena came in. Um, so I think, I think this is, this is a, this is about the longer – as much as these past two losses have been terrible, uh, this is certainly about the longer picture uh, for this club. Um, and I think this is a moment to reset, to reflect, and to say uh, we're going to – we're gonna, you know, it's, it's going to take time. This is, this is not the beginning, the end of the journey. This is the beginning. So Cogsworth also says that Chris's last game had two howlers right at him. We're going to have to re-familiarize ourselves with that. It's been long enough – Long enough time ago that we don't remember what sites I, had been. All I'll say is Kempen Kempen had Kempen has now had I think at least three that I can that I can think of right now. So uh, other things, yeah. <laughs> a bit of a bit of a slam here. The best you can say about Kempen is he's not always hurt, unlike another keeper on our roster. Uh, shots fired at Bill Hamid uh, and his ever ever present muscle injury situation uh, that he has. It's unfortunate, right? I think that availability is yeah. important, and he's he's not really been very durable lately. Uh, this so far this season, but that happens sometimes. Sometimes you have seasons where that's the case. Um, sort of to, to wrap up the final stats for the whole game, uh, possession, New England 54%, uh, DC 46. 22 shots for DC, 15 shots for New England, 9 shots on goal for DC, 7 for New England. Corners, 8 for DC to 2 for New England, and the saves, 7 for New England, 4 for DC. So, you know, things happened, right? I, I think that there's... Yeah. I think that there was, they did the, it's always frustrating when you, your expectations from the start, looking at the roster, the roster and the lineup, you're like, all right, well, they're, they're resting guys. Like this game will go how it goes. And then you get the early lead and then you're, everything slides. And then you're talking about like, all right, well, let's see, what can we do to keep this? We want to win. And then they score like, all right, well, I guess it draws all right. <laughs> and then you're like, oh no, yeah. we're behind again. <laughs> so it's, 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 it's a hard one to evaluate on the night of because it's your, your, your perspective keeps changing and you get a little bit more distance, you're good. Uh, but I think, I think, I think you can you can point out the positives. You can point out are uh, Flores. Flores took a big step, yep. big step forward into being a part of this team and, and being an effective part of this team, which is very, very good. 
Uh, he looked like a designated player out there. We need to see that consistently, but that's a first good. That's a good first step. Um, other other positives. People talked about Yao. I thought he was okay, but I mean, getting him out there uh, was certainly good. Um, obviously, uh, Albia Al- Al- getting his first goal. Also very important to, to keeping this team moving forward offensively. Uh, unfortunately, Kamara's uh, goal-scoring streak uh, gets snapped. That shouldn't count uh, from the he, sub, I think. They should yeah. give him some sort of <laughs> So, So maybe, maybe, we, maybe we need a starting, like, from starts should, mm-hmm. be, the, should, be, the, uh, should be the new, the new method. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, so, I mean, again, still, still positives you can draw out of this game. Um, certainly weren't a lot of positives to draw out of Nashville. Um, even though I guess staying alive was the important part um, right. of that game, but more positives out of this game than the last game. So yeah, um, the, I, I mean, again, the Ariol the Ariol injury is probably the biggest problem about this game. We don't know the extent of it. More much so than losing, much much more so than anything else that happened. It's it's about how long that injury is. If it's not a big deal, then this game doesn't really affect us long term. If it's a long term yeah. injury, then we're kind of maybe we're a little boned. <laughs> the 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 one thing I will say about the Ariel injury is that we were all thinking the same thing when he got subbed out against the US and then they said, "Oh, not too bad. He he can he can stick around." So may, maybe this is a sort of reaggravation of that injury. We'll see, but based on that, based on what happened there, I'm 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 keeping a little bit I'm keeping some positivity. I don't think he plays next week, but I think this team can get a win without him playing uh next week. So, let's hope so. All right, well, I think that's probably going to, I think I should probably wrap us here for this game. Uh, thanks for joining us here on Twitch. We're also releasing this as a podcast. So if you're hearing this, you could have heard it right after the game on Twitch. Uh, so make sure that you're subscribed or you're following us on Twitch. And if you want to subscribe, uh, you can do that easily with your Amazon Prime sub that you get free every month. You can throw it our way, uh, or you can just sub with regular money. Uh, also, if we have any sort of interviews or preview shows, we don't have any this week. Uh, it's sort of a normal week. We had a lot of games we're covering. Uh, we would release it early to Patreon subscribers. So thank you to those of you who are Patreon subscribers. Uh, if you'd like that, if you'd like to get those episodes early, make sure you subscribe to us on patreon.com slash RFK Refugees. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, we'll only stream here on Twitch. This is where we do this thing, and this is where it probably looks the best. So uh, make sure you are checking that out. Uh, every after every game and then Monday night every every week at 8.30. So that's when we're there and you can always find us and we love when you uh, call in and get involved in the show. So thanks again to Rich, our dependable caller, uh, <laughs> friend of the show. All the comments. All, all the, the comments. comments which is great, stuff. great stuff. All right, guys, and we will catch you guys uh, I guess next Monday. Uh, enjoy the game on Saturday. Vamos. Vamos.